Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, and this is Jack Strobe. Yeah, I'm not usually here when you start this thing. I know. I was getting kind of tired of being interrupted unexpectedly pretty much every single week. So I felt like you, know, you helped me upgrade the Bageltron. You know, I've been running the tests with the probes, and it seems like it's working. I've been getting the audio transmissions. You know, I thought, let's try and turn over a new leaf. We're relatively fresh into the new year here. Let's build a better relationship. I'm just going to start it off with you right here in the room. I mean, I'm assuming you don't want to take a trip to another dimension with me. Are you going someplace with lots of ladies? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, honestly, actually, I don't know. I don't know anything about the dimension I'm going to this week. But let me back up just a sec. This is Jack Strobe. He's my roommate. He's actually from another dimension, which leads me to this device here, the Bageltron 2000. I'm going to turn it on, and while that's warming up, I will tell you about my invention that opens up portals to other parallel dimensions. I've been traveling through these portals for two and a half years. This is how I met Jack. There was a thing with a court in the interdimensional, I don't know, null void or something like that. Anyway, that's a long story. You can go back and listen. It's all documented very well in my earlier releases, but I'm getting a little into the weeds here. The point is, this week... I'm going to follow through on a promise that you made, Jack Strobe. You are? Yes. Oh, what promise is that? I make so many promises. Well, I've dialed in the Bageltron 2000. <laughs> Sorry. I, <clears throat> I've dialed in the Bageltron 2000 to the dimension that you sent, Max, from the... the, <laughs> the, the okay, the Max from the Hellscape. Four weeks ago, you sent him to this dimension. Yeah, he was in rough shape. His pallor was about how you look right now. Are you feeling poorly, Max? You look awful. I felt fine like two minutes ago when we started this, and now it feel like a train hit me. I just, my whole head is... Ooh. Wait, did that happen right when you turned on the Bageltron? You know, it did sort of start feeling like that and right around then, you... yeah. We're planning to try to track down another version of yourself. Well, yeah, that because that's what you promised I would do. That was a dumb promise. I didn't promise it, but you did, and I feel obligated to go and check in on him. I may have explained to you that it's pretty darn hard to run into another version of yourself, and the multiverse will go to great lengths to keep you from actually making contact, especially close contact, with a, another version of yourself. So the very fact that you wanted to and announced that you were going to and turned on the Bageltron... That's why you're feeling so gross. I felt it before. I tried to track down another version of myself. I couldn't get out of bed for a week. Uh, Okay, fine. All right, I got to figure out what to do here. Uh, Here, can you hold this here for a sec? Sure. Yeah, and um, let me just... uh... Whoa! What? What the heck, Max? Okay, I've got the recorder, and I don't have the remote. That's going to be a problem if I want to get back to Max's dimension. He pushed me through the portal. Normally, I would just turn the recorder off just to spite Max, but it would also cause problems for my future biographers if I happen to die in this little dimension. I guess I'll keep it on just to document whatever happens. So it looks like I'm in a garage, much like the one I just left, and I see shelves everywhere piled up with stuff, years of collected detritus gadgets, books, and uh, some sort of professional recording equipment here in the corner. You! It's uh, you. you! Yes. You're back! Wait, wait, not back. You're 
No, you, Jack Strobe, right? Yes, You're the one who sent yes. me here. Max was going to come see you. He started feeling ill and then did something a little out of character for himself, which I'm still trying to parse. He shoved me through the portal. I guess since I'm here and you're here, how are you doing? Ah, you did say he would come and check on me. I was starting to wonder. It's been four weeks. It feels like an eternity. Yeah, I I make all sorts of promises, most of which I don't intend to keep. In this case, Max actually was going to keep it, but uh, I forgot when I made the promise that it's really hard to get two different versions of the same person from different dimensions into the same physical space. It can happen. It's very rare, and the multiverse usually endeavors to stop it from happening as soon as it knows your intention. So as soon as Max decided he was going to come here, he got very ill. Maybe mentally ill, too, because he shoved me through the portal, which doesn't really seem like Max. You forgot. You forgot when you made the promise. You literally made that promise to me like five minutes after explaining to me the very thing that would make it impossible for said promise to be kept. I'm really starting to doubt that you are a very respectable person. I have very rarely been accused of being respectable. I'm more of a rogue. Do you see this roguish good luck? Like, look at this roguish smile. See? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're not getting into that again. Roguish. Anyway, you may be wondering why I'm in this house. I wasn't wondering that at all. All right. Well, no matter. After you sent me through the portal, I landed in this house, and it looked an awful lot like the one that I was talking to you in, and so I kind of expected that there might be a Max here, but I've looked around and there's all kinds of personal effects and no Max. Like, I don't know if he's on vacation or if he like mysteriously died or what, but it's very convenient because it seems like for the most part, I've just been able to step right into this house and have access to all this stuff and just kind of like make it my own. He probably wanted to come home. And as soon as he decided to come home, he got very ill because the multiverse knew that you were here. And he's probably like holed up in a hotel room, puking his guts out for the last four weeks every time he thinks about going home. Well, how about instead, can we imagine that maybe he like found the love of his life and eloped to Australia or something? I like that idea better. It could be that, right? That's entirely possible. It kind of depends on the sense of humor of the particular universe that you're in. Has this universe had a sense of humor with you? I don't know. It's always hard to say. But let me tell you this. I was actually coming in here to record the latest episode of my podcast. I've started a true crime podcast. Uh, those can be dangerous. One time some people uncovered one of my schemes with a true crime podcast. That was no fun. I had to once again change my face, name, and flee to another dimension. Suffice it to say that I do not like true crime podcasts. Well, too bad, because now that you're here, I actually needed a guest for this week. I'm going to ask you nicely if you would be the guest on this week's episode of Bring Back New Coke, or else. Asking nicely does absolutely nothing for me. It doesn't work at all. Now, bribery, bribery works. If you want to bribe me, I would consider appearing on your podcast. You know what? The Max here has a liquor cabinet that is fully stocked. I don't touch this stuff. You know, there was way too many bad things going on with alcohol in the hellscape dimension. So it's just been sitting there. You can have at it. it whatever you want from there. Is that is that good enough? Is there red breast whiskey? Because I love that stuff. I think so. You go in there and check it out. I'm going to go check it out. Uh, I'm going to come in here and set up the recording equipment. Is it here beside the fridge? Yes. Oh, yeah. Found it. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of red breast in here. I'm going to take this whole case with me. Go for it, man. This is a sufficient bribe. Great. Bring back new Coke or else is the name of the podcast. In case it's not clear to you, no, this dimension does not have new Coke. 
They did have new Coke. They introduced it in 1985. I've been doing a lot of research on Wikipedia, like a lot of reading. And I've learned all about new Coke. And I've learned all about the specific executives that brought it about and the specific executives that discontinued it in 1987. Max, as someone with a lot of experience around crime, I have to say that I'm a little unimpressed by the loss of new Coke. Do you really think it rises to the level of calling it a crime? Are you not familiar with the concept of a true crime podcast? It's not a podcast about a crime that occurred. This is a podcast about the crimes I'm going to commit against the Coca-Cola company and the specific executives responsible if they don't bring back new Coke. I thought that was a clear in the name, bring back new Coke or else. Wow. This is something that I'm surprisingly on board with. You're not at all like the Max that I know. I feel like you and I could get a lot done together. Yeah, listen, of course I'm nothing like the Max that you know. You don't spend 26 years in the hellscape and turn out just like, I don't know, normal inventor or whatever it is that that guy did does. You've got a real sense of priority of the things that matter to you are the things that should matter to everyone else no matter what. And I respect that. You wouldn't have even had to bribe me to be on a podcast about planning a crime. So what sort of crimes are you planning? My favorite are financial crimes. I tend to stay away from violence. Too dangerous. Financial crimes are kind of my specialty. So if you want help planning a crime like that, I can get you set up. Hang on, hang on. Save it for the podcast. We haven't started recording yet. Okay, I'm going to hit record here. Yeah, play my bumper music. All right, I'm already tired of that. Hey, everybody, this is Sam Smatta, and you're listening to Bring Back New Coke or Else, a true crime podcast in which I personally threaten the executives of the Coca-Cola company who are responsible for discontinuing New Coke unless they bring it back. And listen, I don't know if I've made this clear in any of the previous 37 episodes, but I want to make it clear today. They don't even have to bring back new Coke for everybody, okay? They just have to bring it back for me, personally. So, when you're willing to talk, you know how to reach me. But enough small talk. Let's meet the guests that I've got lined up for the episode today. This is Jack Strobe. He's from another dimension. That's right, another dimension. It's true, parallel dimensions exist, and I have the power to access them. Oh, Max... Technically, you don't have the power to access trans-dimensional travel because I don't have the power to access it at the moment because Max shoved me through a portal and didn't send his remote with me. So I've just got to hope that he opens the portal in some reasonable amount of time. Otherwise, you and I are going to be spending a long time together. That's not helping my case here. I thought I made the premise of this podcast very clear to you at the start. Let's try this again. I'm making this podcast to introduce credible threats to the executives at the Coca-Cola company should they decide not to bring back new Coke. And if I tell them that I have the power to access other dimensions and then you immediately say that I don't have that power, that really puts a damper on the credibility of my threats, okay? As an expert in crime and credible threats, I can speak to that. You want to be able to have a credible threat that you can demonstrate. They're not going to pay you a bit of mind until you demonstrate something that shows that you are credible. Just saying you have access to interdimensional technology isn't going to catch anybody's interest. Now, what I would suggest, you know, drain a couple of these guys' bank accounts. That's a good start to getting their attention. All right. This is excellent. I have with me here Jack Strobe. He is an expert in digital financial penetration, and he's going to describe exactly how I'm going to penetrate the accounts, all of the financial accounts of you, Carlton Curtis, Coca-Cola Director of Corporate Communications. I will be draining your accounts one by one until you acquiesce to my demand to bring back new Coke. 
Well, Max, how did you choose Carlton Curtis of the many Coca-Cola targets? Carlton Curtis is a high-level executive. As the director of corporate communications, he obviously has the power to listen to and communicate with the public, which is me. I am the public. I am the only public that matters right now, and we are going to show him that. Sounds good, man. Am I to assume you have zero experience in draining bank accounts? That is a true statement. All right, step one, we got to go on the dark web. And with any highly technical or difficult task, it's always easier to get some other room to do it for you. Head over onto the dark web, uh, pull up your Tor browser, and we will find ourselves a expert hacker. I'm doing that right now. As you can see, we've got a number of computers set up here. We're working on this project pretty much every waking hour. Here we go. Dark web. All right. I see some listings here. Um, that guy looks promising. Ooh. Okay. This guy says that he has already done a campaign much like the one that you're doing. Drain bank accounts, extortion, blackmail. Yeah. This is the sort of fellow that you need. Now, the problem with paying somebody like this is usually if you pay them up front, they just disappear with the money. So we have to put some money in escrow. Let's pull up an escrow service and open up communication dialogue with this guy. Let's send him a, a message and just see if he's able to take our case. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. There we go. Done. Now, listeners, what you're hearing is real time. We are literally on the dark web initiating the process to drain the bank account of Coca-Cola executive Carlton Curtis. Now, we're only going to drain one of his smaller accounts to start. And listen, Mr. Curtis, if you do the thing that I'm asking you to, I will send you back the funds, okay? I'm not going to spend them unless you don't do the thing that I'm asking, bringing back new Coke, in which case I will be spending the money, all of your money, and all of your family's money, and all of your descendants' money. I will be using that money to research and develop and reintroduce new Coke myself, if that's what it comes to. But I'd rather not come to that because honestly, I don't have that kind of time. You've got the recipe. It's in the vault or wherever it is you keep that stuff. I don't I don't know if I really believe there really is a vault. Oh, look, oh, sorry. Look at that. We already got a message back from from our uh, our hacker friend here on the dark web. Yeah, looks like as usual, he wants a massive upfront payment. Now this is standard because if you're a hacker on the dark web, the easiest way to make money is just to take massive upfront payments and do nothing. Uh, so we have to be careful here. Step one, we need to demonstrate that we actually do have a large amount of money that we could send him if he plays ball. What kind of finances do you have ready to go for something like this? Don't worry about my finances, man. I've got it covered. This podcast has about 10,000 supporters on Patreon. I don't know if you heard of that or if you have that in your dimension, but it's this platform where people can support a podcast or whatever, and we've got, got it covered. All right. Yeah, that's good. You're going to need probably a lot of money. The first thing is we got to have this money in cryptocurrency because that's how everything happens on the dark web. No, of course. Yeah, I figured that out pretty quickly here. I'm obviously very familiar with cryptocurrency. It seems to be the currency of committing true crime. Absolutely. We just need to send this guy a signed message. We need to show him that we're savvy, we have the money, and that we're ready to spend it if he actually does the work. Yeah, yeah. While you were talking, I already did that, and he's already responded. Perfect. The next step... We need to send the money, assuming he agrees to our price, we need to send it to a trusted third-party escrow. Because as far as he knows, you're trying to rip him off. In a situation like this, we have to have an escrow service hold the funds and release it once he's done the work that we're asking for. So far, you're describing stuff that's very common with true crime. I mean, everyone who's committing a true crime podcast is into the same basic stuff. It sounds like hiring somebody to drain someone's bank account is pretty similar to any number of the other true crimes that I've heard. Yeah. The ones where people want to abduct somebody or, you know, take yeah. over some small country, uh, you know. 
rigged the results of a NASCAR race. I thought you had some sort of like special knowledge about no. financial penetration, but so far this is all very rudimentary. No, I never keep knowledge in my own head when I can make someone else do it. So in this case, we're making somebody else do it. Basically, at this point, having submitted the money to escrow, he now knows that if he drains that bank account, he gets the money that you've promised him. And if he doesn't, you get your money back. I think all the incentives are now properly aligned. Does he agree to our terms? Oh, yeah. He's on board. He seems very anxious to actually get going. So, yeah, well, let's just pull the trigger. Now, normally with something like this, I would just keep the money. But it sounds like you've got something you want more. So while we wait for him to drain the account, can you talk a little bit more about New Coke and why you love it so much? It's obvious to anyone who has a, a tongue and functioning taste buds, the New Coke was far superior. They released it for a reason, right? They did a ton of research. They realized that it was missing a certain sweetness. You know, I know that they tried with this ridiculous, awful marketing campaign before they came out with New Coke. They used to market the inferior, old, crusty Coke, as I like to call it using all kinds of hand-wavy stuff about how it's better because it's not sweet. I mean, come on. You drink soda because it's sweet. That's stupid. Why would you want to drink a soda that's not sweet? Anyway, and then they came out with New Coke. It was far superior. I assume, I don't know, like an angel came down from heaven and like handed them the recipe or something because it was just so much better in every way. And then they only had it out for two stinking years before they canceled it. They canceled New Coke. Ugh. I covered all this in the first 16 episodes. We don't need to rehash it. All my listeners know why New Coke is superior, even if they've never had New Coke themselves. And apparently they agree with you. Did the hacker get back to you that he'd succeeded in draining the account yet? Oh, yep, yep, there it is. He's done. It's done. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to commit a crime, pay someone else to do your dirty work and do it in a untraceable way with untraceable cryptocurrency using various tools to hide your tracks on the internet. Looks like I now have $1.2 million worth of Carlton Curtis's money transmitted into my cryptocurrency account. So, Carlton Curtis, if you want that money back, you know what you have to do. It's the name of this podcast. Bring back new Coke or else. Since you're not in this for the money, you may want to consider what one thing that Carlton Curtis would least want you to do with that money, like donate it to the opposite political party. You know, something like that would add to his motivation. Oh, that's genius. You know, you're right. I don't need the money. I'm not going to keep it. But if he doesn't, if you, if you, Carlton Curtis, because I know you're listening, if you don't bring back new Coke, I am going to spend all of that money I just took from you, as well as the money that I have obtained from all of your other accounts. Because as of now, we have only drained your checking account. After we drain your savings account, your Roth IRA, your brokerage account, your money market account, all those accounts, after we drain all of them, I will be sending each and every dollar to the Swedish Chef's Defense Fund. That's low, man. Yes, that's right. The Swedish Chef's Defense Fund. What did the Swedish Chef do in this dimension that he needs a defense fund? Oh, no, Swedish Chef's plural. Oh. The Swedish Chefs is the predominant political party. They've got lots of weird political parties over there. Don't they have a pirate party for people that like pirating things? Over there? What are you talking about? This is the United States of Sweden. Oh, okay. Right here. This, this country that we're in Sorry, right now. a little bit of uh, dimensional jet lag going on here. Okay. I'm following now. The Swedish Chefs Defense Fund is the legal defense fund that covers all the legal expenses as they are frequently facing various legal challenges for their rather unconventional political methods. Something that uh, 
Mr. Carlson apparently doesn't like. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. He is a longtime, very prominent donor. Goes to all the big soirees of the Pot Lobsters Party. The sworn enemy of the Swedish chefs. All right. Perhaps we can further antagonize him by dancing around the studio singing Le Poisson, Le Poisson, hee hee hee, ha ha ha. You know, that's a good idea. I think I'll save that for a future episode. You know what? We've done enough, I think, for today. I think we've sent the message loud and clear. So once again, Carlton Curtis, bring back new Coke or else. Well, it seems like you've got a pretty good start on your mission here, man. And it sounds like you've really found purpose in this dimension. If I ever see Max again, I'll let him know that you've really settled in here and found your purpose. Good. Sounds like you fulfilled your promise then. Well, anyways, thanks for joining me, Jack Strobe. Pleasure, always. Anytime that financial crimes are being committed, Jack Strobe is nearby. Well, we'll see if I need to call in your services again, but I think we've got this pretty well ironed out for today. This is Zam Smata signing off. Talk to you next time on Bring Back New Coke. Or else. Or else. Well, that's it. That's the episode. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, hit upload. Oh, no, no. I better not do that. I got to cut out that bit about contradiction there where you said that I didn't have the power of dimensions. Anyways, whatever. Well, I guess I'll uh, take this recording equipment with me. Um, I'll wander about for a while. Many times in the past, been stranded in a dimension with no way to travel, and it's hard to build a dimensional travel portal, but what you can build with common household items is a dimensional travel detector, assuming that Max does not bring me back to his dimension, which, given that he shoved me through the portal, may indicate that he's not planning on bringing me back. Um, I should get to work building a dimensional travel detector. The idea being, you find another dimensional traveler who is traveling through your dimension and um, hitch a ride. It's not hard. I really just need an egg beater and some wire and a little bit of spit and polish. Why don't you just take that portal right there? Oh, all right. Well, maybe Max decided he's bringing me back. We'll see. I need to have a talk with Max. I'll see you later. I'm going to call you New Coke Max. Or Zam, as I'm known on my True Crime podcast. I think New Coke Max fits you pretty well. See you later, New Coke Max. All right, fine. New Coke Max. Whatever. So, Max, what the heck? Well, so did you check in on him? You said you were going to check in on him. And obviously, I wasn't able to do it. I mean, as soon as I pushed you through the portal and shut it, all my symptoms went away. I feel great now. As you would so expect. That obviously was not going to happen. I couldn't I couldn't follow through on the promise that you made. So I realized very quickly that I just had to catch you off guard and send you through so that you would follow through on the promise that you made to check in on him. So did you check in on him and how is he doing? He's doing terrible, Max. Um, he died. What? If you had visited him a couple weeks ago, you probably could have saved his life. But the fact that you delayed, he's now dead. What did he die from? He died from pneumonia. That's very pedestrian, considering all of the horrible things that seemed like they could befall us in our various dimensional travels. It was literally just pneumonia? Yep. I guess that'll teach you to delay in keeping my promises. Anyway, I'm going to go drink some of your whiskey. Uh, you... Wait, where did you get that? Yeah, I'm, I'm saving this for later. You came back with an armful of whiskey. I should have realized that immediately. Where did you get that? Uh, it was a little gift to myself that I took from Max's estate. Okay, wait, now hang on. How did you find out that he died of pneumonia two weeks ago? I talked ago? to his grieving widow. He got married and died. What? He's been gone for four weeks. Yeah, dude moves fast. Oh, boy. No, no, Max. I just wanted to see your face. 
and to see how sad you looked when you learned you caused someone's death. No, he's doing fine. What? He oh. found some mission about restoring oh, new okay. coke. All right, that's a relief. You'll find it all when you listen to this podcast, the equipment that I recorded anyway. I should have turned the thing off just to spite you, but I did leave it running, so I guess you can make of it what you will. Aha, uh-huh. good. Yes, I will listen to that, and I'll find out all the details that way, I guess. Thanks for actually following through with that, even though you didn't have a choice. And uh, yeah, I still think we should turn over a new leaf. Hopefully, pushing you through the portal didn't come across the wrong way, but I do appreciate the help you've given me here. So, Max, uh, um, so yeah, thanks. I will choose an appropriate response to your little prank at a time and a place of my choosing. I don't like the sound of this. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack totally just pretending to know about the dark web strobe and tim ellis as new coke max theme music by alpha geek logo by abe schmidt want to hear the jokes that got cut because tim's wife thought they were too edgy support us on patreon where you can get exclusive bonus content like raw unfiltered episodes peeks behind the scenes and extended editions and of course don't forget to follow us on twitter at dispatches fm and visit us online at dispatches.fm Thank you.